Hey everybody, this is Francisco. Welcome to the Frank Ops Show. It's been a long while since I last posted anything, any game reviews. Just kind of getting through some things with some li- with life in itself, work, and but I am still gaming. I'm still doing my sports podcast with my buddies. I'm still doing my own thing. It's just I've sort of neglecting this podcast, which I'm very sorry for. I, I know I've had a long hiatus from posting anything, and I might have lost a few people there who were listening to my reviews and things like that, but unfortunately, well, I have just been busy with other things and haven't had time to sit down and, and put together a review. I mean, making reviews for, for this podcast is it's not that easy, and I, I can't even imagine doing. Well, I can't imagine. I can't imagine doing this with a with a video aspect, video video component, and taking footage and splicing that together and posting it on YouTube as a review. But this sort of works for me, and it's been a while since I talked about news I cared about, gaming news I cared about. And I'm currently driving to my parents' home for Thanksgiving, so that's that's going to be good. But of course, I am still gaming, and that is primarily what I talk about because I, I, I love gaming. Right now, we've got all the holiday deals for sales and of video games right now, and my buddy Charles... Charles and I, on my other podcast, Sports Goose, we're the big gaming guys. Like Andrew plays video games. Andrew plays video games, but he's not that into it as we are. And me and Charles are primarily video game players. So Charles has been going ham. He currently, he's going ham with, with the sales at the moment. He's bought... At this point, six video games for under $98. Games that released recently, too. Games that released within the last year. They got like five, or yeah, about five PS5 games now. A Nintendo Switch game. So Charles is having a good old time with these sales. And as for me, I, I well, I'm not really focusing on my current collection of games. Right now, my backlog is massive. And it's sitting at I believe 322 video games that are sitting in my backlog at the moment. And that's a lot. That's a lot. What's more, just especially, it's, it's that PC backlog for sure. That PC backlog, which will never end, and really makes my investment into the gaming PC all the more of a great investment because I'm just getting video games now. I'm just getting them. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I just recently downloaded Control. Now part of the thing with these giveaways is I'm not going to get games that are current, games that are released within the last year, but within the last two years? Yeah. Or, or even longer. 
I'm getting those games. And I have been primarily a Nintendo player since the GameCube. And I've missed out on a lot. I've missed out on a lot of video games that were either exclusive to Xbox or PlayStation or PC. And that's been the big hole that I've had in my gaming career. It's primarily been Nintendo and Sega before that with tiny little sprinkles of PlayStation and no Xbox and tiny little sprinkles of PC. And of course, I got mobile gaming. So, most recently, it's, uh, I've I've come into an Xbox 360 and a PlayStation 3. The the 360 uh, I'm I'm investing into right now with that back catalog and that collection. Uh, I feel like now is the time to strike if you are a collector of video games that wants to enjoy that era of gaming because you can get a lot of games for cheap and they're everywhere they're on ebay they are on goodwill you can go to garage sales i'm sure people are just giving away video games like that flea markets so the prices are cheap. You can get most games for under $20. And you'll have a long experience. A lot of those games haven't been re-released in any way, shape, or form on the current consoles or PC. So that is, that's been my priority. My 360 collection has ballooned now to about... I would say like 15 or so games in that collection. I have one original Xbox game on, uh, which is Blake's The Time Sweeper. It's, just only, it's really the only one that I wanted. I'm not, I am making sure I'm not going to delve too deep into the Xbox, original Xbox catalog because I, I don't, necessarily want to spend the money to get a lot of those those games because those games are priced around about twenty to thirty dollars maybe even more depending on the rarity and i'm i'm just getting out of that era with my selling off of my gamecube collection so and that that era of gaming is hot right now so i i don't want to invest in that era I'm, i'm more invested in the Xbox 360, the Wii, and the PlayStation 3, and the Nintendo DS. Which, their time will come soon. Their time will come soon. And I will ensure that I will unload at the optimum time. Hopefully getting there just before the peak, or at the peak, or just as it's 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 starting to wane but it's it's not there yet not there yet I'm, we're still waiting for the gen zers to come of age for that to happen and right now the only company 
that has any sort of initiative to call to harken back to that era is Microsoft. Nintendo really hasn't with the Wii and the GameCube era, especially the GameCube era. Nintendo has thoroughly ignored those games for, for quite a while. And there's, there's a few of them there. Nintendo's thoroughly ignored those games for quite a while. Right now, the only games that I can recall is the Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, most recently Mario Sunshine was re-released in a package. Those games, yes, but we're, we're not seeing much of anything else. We're not seeing F-Zero or Kirby or or any sort of thing like that. Most recently, they did Wii, Wii with Mario Galaxy and, and Skyward Sword. Yet, yeah, I don't know if they're, they're going to go back, if they're going to re-release Wario Land Shake It. I doubt that they will. I doubt that they will anytime soon. So, that, that might take another generation of Switch for Nintendo to even consider that. But other companies are. There are certain original Xbox and PlayStation 2 era games that are being re-released now because they, they, they can sort of, they polish them off, put them in HD and re-release them like that and make them portable on the Switch. So that, that's good, but there's it's still not a complete thing. And some of the issues are licensing, of course, licensing of certain properties, certain franchises, and even within the games themselves, there might be licensing issues with regards to advertisements or real-world companies, real uh, licensed music, licensed clips, videos. So those are also things that are affecting what's going on. Most recently, someone mentioned like the Metal Gear Solid games were taken down from PlayStation and Xbox stores because, not because of Konami possibly, it, it might be this, but that Konami might possibly be trying to polish them off and re-release them in 4K on the PS5 and Xbox series consoles. And fingers crossed if it's a Nintendo Switch version, even though I, I probably shouldn't rebuy Metal Gear games at this point. But one of the things was that they use real-life video footage and don't have the licensing for that anymore. So there are a lot of questions because the era of the PS2, the Xbox, the GameCube, we even throw in the Dreamcast because I, there aren't many Dreamcast re-releases, but they're there. That was truly the first era where companies, video game companies, were were utilizing a lot of other media because they, they finally had the the power and the space with regards to the disc to do so, and were improving their compression technology and clarity. So it will take some work to get those games re-released. 
and unless a company truly owns everything and they didn't really utilize any licensed music or, or videos. But yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Now, that leaves a lot of video games out there that will not be replayed in any way, shape, or form outside of emulation. So that's what I that's what I'm focusing on with regards to my collection is that era that's that's going to come up afterwards. The PS3, the Xbox 360, the Wii, the DS. I don't have a PSP and I don't feel like investing in one again. I already had one, gave it away a long time ago because I never really played it or invested much into it. So right now it's really just the those consoles, the DS and the Wii, I'm going to hold off because I don't want to collect video games just to have them. I would really like to play through them and then and then hold them until they're ready to be sold. So right now, my 360 collection, I'm holding off on buying anything more. I've got my little my little collection there, and I really want to focus next year, next year, 2022, on beating my physical backlog and getting that cleared out of my mind because at the very least I can feel like, okay, I've played through these games I've gotten the value out of them now I can sit down and hold on to them, have them in my collection have them displayed once I get my own place uh, once I I buy my my own home and then I will move forward from there with the digital backlog, which is massive. Now, the digital backlog is really mainly just all those free PC games that I've gotten. The the stuff on the Switch, I do have some free games that I got on the Switch that I haven't touched. One of them is like Mana Spark. That's an RPG. I don't really want to start an RPG. That's a commitment. And a lot of those NES and Super Nintendo games that I have not beaten either. There's there's a, there's a bunch of them there that are still left. I'm not going to, and I, I've said this before, I'm not going to buy the Nintendo Switch expansion pack for the N64 and Sega Genesis games. I'm just not. I have like every Sega Genesis game ever released in an emulator, so... If I truly was desperate to play those Genesis games, I, I would do it that way. Or, or I could just buy one of the other collections that were out there for the same Genesis. I feel like buying a Genesis collection right now. I got them from, from the PS3, which I have also, once again, I've come into a PS3. With only two, only, well, technically three, four games. Metal Gear Solid 4, and then God of War collection, which is 1, 2, and 3. And I'll see if I like the 1, 2, and 3 collections, and then I'll buy the other two that are on there, the Chains of Olympus and the other one that comes with that, on that disc, and play through that, because God of War is coming to the PC. And I would like a little taste of the series before I decide that I would really like to play a PC version of the, of the fourth game because uh right now 
and I'm looking. I'm, I am also looking into an Xbox One and a PS4 at the moment. The, the PS4s are not cheap right now. The PS4s are not cheap at the moment with the chip shortage. Getting your hands on a PS5 is difficult right now. Getting your hands on the Xbox Series X is difficult. But PS4s and Xbox Ones are out there. The Xbox One is not as hot of a commodity. From what I've seen, I've been primarily looking on Goodwill to buy a a cheap console. I've already bought the PlayStation 3 off of that. Works perfectly fine, clean, everything like that. So I'm very happy with my purchase of the PS3. However, the Xbox One, I'm still trying to get into finding one that's there. There's no... like. As far as the Xbox One X is the only one that I have not... I think there's only been like one posted since I've, I've seen that that's on there. So an Xbox One X. I doubt anybody that has an Xbox One X right now is going to let go of it anytime soon. And... And if you're... If you can't buy a Series X or a Series S, then... The Xbox One X is your next best option because there's still a lot of games that are intergenerational right now with Microsoft who's doing a pretty good job making sure that they're, this transitional phase of, of games are are going to work on both of those consoles. Halo and Forza are current examples of that. So you have that, but if I can get an Xbox One S or even the original Xbox One, for cheap, I'm going to do it. Right now, I'm trying to see if I can nab one for 50 bucks. I doubt that I can. I doubt that I'll be able to because the, the auctions go up pretty high. Uh, even if it's just the console only with the power cord, that's fine. I can, I have HDMI cables and I can find a controller and go from there. I can find a controller and go from there, and I can find a cheap, X, like a little Xbox One game lot of games, even if they're multi-plats, even if they're just like your, your Call of Duties and your Maddens, just as a little nest egg to start, and then go from there. I don't mind doing that, just to start out. If I can get a cheap Xbox One, 50 bucks, spend another 20 maybe another 30 or 40 bucks on, on a few games and a controller and I'll be good to go from there I would be good to go uh, and, and then just look at which games are backwards compatible with that and the 360 games that I do have so there's that and the PlayStation 4 is PlayStation 4 are expensive I cannot seem to find even between the, the, the original version and the Pro, cannot find one that's under... Right now, if, if you go on the auction sites, eBay or, or, or Goodwill, it's hard to find anybody that's willing to sell it for under 100 bucks. And I'm not willing to go up to 100 bucks because I don't need to. Right now, $50 is, is maybe... Uh, 
I would go up to 75 bucks if it's paired with the controller and, and maybe a game. But anything more than that, I'm not willing to spend it. The PS4 is not backwards compatible with anything. So it's it's not like I can use, replace that with my PlayStation 3 and, and do it that way. Like with the PS3, at the very least, I can, I can work with that and the, the PlayStation 1 games that I still do have. And I have not, a lot of those games I have not physically beaten. I'm going back home right now, so I may take those PS1 games and, and go from there, but they are on my eBay store, so I would have to quickly return them if, if I were to sell them off on my eBay store. I'd be like, ah, crap, i got to get rid of these PS1 games. I have not considered, well, it's not that I haven't considered, I have not yet decided to hack my PS3 or my Xbox 360, I will look into that because that is right up my alley. I would love to be able to get a solid state drive, hook that up to both, like one for one dedicated to each console, and get some games that way. Because uh, what's more, my physical collections for my PS3 and my 360 are not going to be long. They're not going to be huge. Most, uh, like it's 15, maybe 20 games each, and that's it. That'll be the collection for those games, right? A controller, I, I might, I probably need to invest in an actual first-party PS3 controller because I don't have a first-party PS3 controller. I have like a cheap knockoff. So that's, that's what will happen with that. I have a first-party 360 controller. I'm good with that. I'm not going to buy any more for, for that console. Yeah, with regards to the accessories, it's, it's not going to be that big of a, of a thing. Um, I've, uh, for the 360, I bought a new hard drive for the, the console itself. To, to just to fit some... So, some more games onto there as far as like installing them so that they run off the off the console the, the disc faster and that's just more of a convenience for me than anything else so I have invested in my 360 the 360 I got for free the console itself with the 60 gigabyte hard drive and and it came with one game but it was Call of Duty Black Ops 3 which is very, very gift version of Black Ops 3. So uh, it's, it's really not even worth playing. And then I bought my, my games here. So the 360, right now, I could flip it and still make a profit given the value of the games that I, I do have uh, and really it, it'll, and if I reasonably price it I, I can still flip it right now and, and make a profit on it but I'll wait a bit of it I'll wait a bit on it and I will go from there the the PS3 I don't know if I will invest heavily on that one Right now, I just have that. It's just 
I have to get the Uncharted games to start. I could get The Last of Us or some of those more narrative games. Was it Heavy Rain? I think that was on the PS3 as well. I, I just don't really know how much I want to get into the PlayStation 3 at the moment. I, I it's For the PS3, it's more about what those exclusives are. The 360, I'm willing to do just the multi-plats. The late era, the late era multi-plats, I can't do 360 because because uh, the fact that a lot of them came in multiple discs, like <laughs> heck, <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad I, I didn't. I, I got Metal Gear Solid 5 pretty early and cheap uh, for my PC because that thing is rough on a Xbox 360. It's multiple discs and it looks rough. On that console, I, I I would not want to buy Metal Gear Solid Five on the 360. And well, the era of the 360 and the PS3, I will give massive kudos to Microsoft and Sony for keeping that console generation going for as long as they had, because heck. Like Sony, I think, dropped the PS3 a lot faster than Microsoft dropped the 360. Because, but even then, it, it probably wasn't even that big of a, of a... Maybe they probably did a year before that, I'm not sure. But, man, the PS3 and 360 era lasted a long, long time. Developers and those two companies squeezed every last drop of value from those consoles by the end of it. You, you had multi-platform games and multi-generational games between the PS4 and the PS3 and the 360 and the Xbox One like going pretty, pretty well into the 2010s. And the 360 released in 2005. There were still games being released for it in 2016, I believe. The same thing for the PS3, released in 2006, pretty sure by 2015, even 2016 itself, it was, it still had a, maybe a game or two being released. Not, not just like Just Dance, but you know, a Madden or something like that. That, that was, that was still happening. So that's, kudos to them. And even a lot of developers were, those earlier, like 2013, 14, we're still willing to do the 360 PS3 versions of games that were primarily PS4, Xbox One, PC releases. So I give kudos to them for, for, for trying that. So, okay, well, it's going to run a 360. It's going to be in... We don't even know if this is... It's not, probably not even going to be 720p. And it sure as heck is not going to be 60 frames. Heck, we don't even know if it'll be 30 frames, but it'll be on there. And yeah, it'll take about four discs for you to get through it. Like, that is an insane amount of effort. So if you, listen, if you're a poor kid, and there are stories of this on YouTube, if you're a kid 
look, your family doesn't have much money. And this is the beauty of video games nowadays. And I, and I, I wholeheartedly feel that it's, it's something that a lot of people don't value is that retro games or past generation consoles, even going back two generations, have so much value that you can give to a, a young person that maybe wants to start to get into gaming or, or heck, just you're a poor family. Let's, you, you don't have much. Investing right now in a PlayStation 3 is, or a PlayStation 4, sorry, or an Xbox One is maybe a little too much for you. But let's say you have a kid and heck, they, and they, they live on hard times. Look, you can get a PS3 or an Xbox 360 and you can get them so many good games for cheap, for pretty darn cheap, okay? You may, and they're not going to get the same experience, right, as when those, game, those consoles were in their heyday. And you're definitely not going to get what you got on the, the, the generation afterwards. But there's a lot of good games. <laughs> Right? You give a kid that Xbox 360, here's Metal Gear Solid Collection. Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, along with Metal Gear 1 and Metal Gear 2. Have at it. Okay? Some of the greatest games ever made. Right there and then. They're going to have a good time. They're going to have a really good time. Okay, here's a PlayStation 3. Here's the God of War collection. A little mature for a kid, but whatever, man. Whatever. They're, they're living in not great conditions. They've already seen a lot of mature things in their lives. Possibly. I'm assuming this is... I'm not trying to... But at the same time, it happens. Guess what? They're going to have a good time. They're going to have a really good time. Okay, get them some Ratchet and Clanks. Okay, get them a, a, a few of those multi-plats. There's a lot of great games out there. There's a lot. Get them a Nintendo Wii. Okay, you know how many controllers there are out there? You know how many games? Right, get them Super Mario Galaxy. Galaxy 2. Okay. There are so many good games. Just amazing video games. They'll have a good time. They will have a very, very good time. I, I can promise you that. I can promise you that it's, it's going to be an amazing experience for them. And... And that's that's just the beauty of it. Um, that's why I like retro collecting. Charles says I'm backwards, but he knows that that I am a retro game collector in my in my heart, in my spirits. It took a lot for me to 
to reach the point where I felt like I, I could let go of some of my collection. It took a lot. But I do love retro video games. I do love the games of the past and, and going back to them because look, gaming, look, gaming's expensive. It's an expensive hobby if you want to be up to date. It doesn't matter what console you own either. It doesn't matter what if you if you have a side, if you chose to pick a side. Because if you chose to pick a side, you will save some money by being exclusive to one thing. But you're it's still going to be expensive if you want to be current. Okay? You want a PlayStation 5? Go ahead. Drop the 500 bucks to, to get one of those. Same thing with the Series X. You want a Nintendo Switch? Drop the 300 bucks to, to get, or was it 350 right? Yeah, drop the 350 bucks to get yourself a Nintendo Switch. The OLED model. Okay, if you want to be current. And you want the brand new games? Okay. Drop the 60 to 70 bucks for each of those games. They're, they're just coming out. Brand new. Day one. Okay, with your... Like, it, it's that's going to rack up. It racks up. Those... They, it, it just does. It does. It's an expensive hobby. If you want to remain current. Okay? Oh, yeah, well... PC Master Race. Okay, go ahead. Drop two to three K, even more, to get yourself the best graphics cards, the best everything. Get that rig. Have those LEDs that you love. Go ahead, do that. All right? You can build it yourself. You can pre-buy it. Whatever, man. But you want your games to have ray tracing, four Ks. 120 FPS. Get yourself that that 144 hertz monitor or more. Get yourself the 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 analog metallic keyboard with the gaming mouse. The gaming because you need you're gonna keep going right. You got the gaming chair. At that point, you might as well get the gaming chair. It's an expensive hobby. Expensive hobby, but you can get in if you're willing. If you are willing to wait, if you are willing to to compromise certain things, you can you can do gaming on the cheap. You can do current console gaming on the cheap. You can buy a used. Nintendo Switch out there. They're, they're out there. They're out there. It'll be. It'll still be expensive. You're probably owning. You're probably paying 300 bucks at at the very. Yeah, you, you're probably paying 300 bucks. I I find it very rare that you'll find a 250 dollars Nintendo Switch. Chip shortage, right? But you can find one, and there's games on sale, right? You, it's gonna be hard to get stuff from Nintendo that's on sale, but sometimes they do it. Okay, you can do the digital only stuff. That's fine. I would recommend physical so you can flip them because uh, if you're if you're gonna do gaming on the cheap like that, you're gonna want 
money to come back in at some point. So you're going to have to find a way to trade games in. And a lot of people live like that. A lot of people live with the trade-ins. A lot of people live like that and game like that. Charles does it by choice. Charles does it by choice. Charles can afford. Charles can afford to game. In that sort of, in the, the current sense of, oh, I want the current games. But he he flips, he saves money, he gets gifts cards, he takes advantage of rebates and coupons and sales. But he does what he can to, to sort of stay current as well. But uh, it, it, that's that's what he does. There's There's people who do it that way too. And me, right now, me, as of right now, I, I, I'm investing in the retro collection. Because if I feel like gaming a lot, that's, that's where I want to go with it. And I'm, like, PC gaming right now. I haven't bought many PC games. I, I don't feel like I need to. Right now. Right now. I, I feel like I don't need to buy a ton of PC games. I'm getting so many for free. So many for free that I... Why, why would I need to buy? Oh, this this current big game just released on PC. I have hundreds of games that I have not even touched that I've been giving away. And they're, they vary from low-end indie games to... High-end triple game, triple A games. So, I have plenty of variety. <laughs> okay, we got sports titles, we got RPGs, we got strategy games, we got platformers. We we have pretty much every genre under the sun. I racing games. Like I have so many, so many that I can pick and choose from. That it's like, why? Why would I need to buy? PC games. I don't need to. So right now, if I'm buying a bit, if I am buying a video game, it'll be a physical copy of a game, and it'll be on a retro console. Okay? I don't feel like buying stuff on my Wii. I bought so many Wii games from when that was current that it I I have pretty much played everything on the Wii that I ever really wanted, and I've hacked my Wii and my Wii U. So, if I really wanted to play something, believe me, I could find a way to play it without buying it. So, there's that. So, the Wii collection, I, the investments are done. We are done with investing in Wii. The Wii is pretty much attacked, whatever. I don't need to do that anymore. It's over. Uh, it's just, The collection is going to sit there, and if I feel like polishing off a, a Wii title that... Uh, than I can, but it's already on a hard drive that I can just play off the system itself, so we're good to go. Or I can just play it emulated on my PC. So we're good to go on the Wii. The Wii is done. The DS is the same thing. Like There are DS lots out there, but I, I've played everything I pretty much wanted to play on the DS. I'm done with the DS. It is over. It is over. Right now, if I want to play something on the DS, it's fine. Uh, I can 
grab one of my backlog games. Or it's not even a backlog. I've pretty much beaten everything I needed to beat on the DS. And just playing on my 3DS right now. Um, the the tricky the tricky part of my retro collection that I I'm wavering on investing is the Wii U and the 3DS. My 3DS collection isn't as big as my DS collection. It's not. It wasn't. There's a lot of holes, even Nintendo holes, in my 3DS collection. But it's mainly because it, that was a really weird period for me with regards to gaming. Like I got my, my 3DS on day one. I got my Wii U on day one. And... It may have just been the, the, the time period that I was in. I was going through a transition uh, in life itself. Dog died. And then I went to law school. And law school completely changed my gaming habits. And really, at that point, it wasn't really prudent for me to invest or buy video games a lot. The 3DS collection, like, I like the 3DS, but I don't know if I liked it as much as the DS. And I like the Wii U, but I sure as heck didn't like it as much as the Wii. Like, my, my favorite era of gaming was the DS and the Wii era. And maybe that's why I'm going to the 360 and the PS3 is because I, I missed that portion of gaming. I missed that that era and that half of the gaming landscape. PSP, I have a PSP emulator on my PC. It works fantastic. <laughs> Don't really feel like investing in a PSP right now. And even and Sony doesn't care. Sony doesn't care about the backlog, their back catalog, and re-releasing. Like we're we're not gonna see a. There's a lot of PSP games out there that we are never going to see again, ever again. Sony will not re-release them. At all. At all. Probably even worse for the PlayStation Vita. Especially if they utilize some of the unique features of the Vita. Yeah. Those games are not coming back. Sony's been pretty keen on re-releasing and repolishing a lot of PS2 and PS3 games and now PS4 games putting them on their current console. And they've been they've been good with that. It's like, okay, how many times are they gonna do Shadow of the Colossus? Okay, here it is again. Alright, Shadow of the Colossus again. Hey, guess what? Now it's 4K 4K 120 frames per second ray tracing. <laughs> you wanna play it again? So they they've been keen on doing that, but but yeah that that we're not gonna see that again. And I'm, I'm not going to invest in the in the PSP. And I've I've thought about the PlayStation Vita, but I don't. The handhelds are weird for me with investing. Like even the 3DS right now. The 3DS, like I just look at that back that back catalog, and like right now, one of my favorite games ever, Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. There's a remake of it on the 3DS. And I never bought it. I never bought it. Never did. Never bought it. 
and there's nothing in me right now that wants to try it. It's like, you know, it's a more polished version of the game. It's probably the definitive version of that game. And yet, I don't feel the need to buy it and play it. I guess part of me is, is sort of with regards to time, too. Because it's a single-player experience, and I've already gone through Majora's Mask at least, at least three times. I've beaten that game at least three times. And remember, it's a game that you repeat over and over again, right? And back in its heyday on the N64, I played that game so much. And then I got the Legends of the Collector's Disc on the GameCube, and I played that game again. So, and 100% it too. 100% of it. Twice. Twice. On, at least on the N64 and the GameCube. So, and I, I didn't get the re release on the Wii. I didn't need to. I had the disc for the GameCube. So, no, no need for that. And if I feel like playing it again, I have it, I have it on a hard drive on my Wii, my Wii U, and my PC. So, there's no real reason for me to play the 3DS version. Here it is again. Oh, here we go again. And it's not that. It's, it's once again, one of my most favorite games that I've ever, ever played. But I just don't feel like owning it just to own it. You know? It just, it's, it's not really worth it for me. It's not really worth it for me. If I was a, like, I love The Legend of Zelda. Love The Legend of Zelda. Pretty, pretty much almost every game in the series. But I just don't feel like it. I just don't feel like going through that again. Um, like, I, re- I bought Metroid Prime Federation Force and Return of uh, uh, Samus Returns on, on a 3DS. Because I'm like, well, there are two Metroid games... And this is before they announced Metroid Dread. Like, okay, the two Metroid games, I've owned every game in the series in some way, shape, or form. Uh, legitimately bought them all, too. It was like, oh, I own the game through emulation. No, I've owned every game in the series. I bought you know, even the trilogy, which I, I don't have a physical version, but I bought the Wii re-release on the Wii U. That's downloaded to my my Wii U's hard drive. So I bought that. Uh, so I, I've, I've played through and bought every game in the series. So I was like, well, I'm missing Samus Returns. I'm missing Federation Force. They're only on the 3DS. And I highly doubt Nintendo's going to re-release either of those games on the Switch. So, alright, we'll get it. Okay, Samus Returns, the remake of Metroid 2, and, but it's a significant remake of Metroid 2. There's the difference between that and Majora's Mask, which was, Majora's Mask was already a pretty well-polished game on the N64, and it's like, well, they, they polished it off even better on the 3DS, but it's not such a stark dis- difference between that and what was a Game Boy game. 
released a long, long time ago, and they remade on the like um, more than twenty years later on the on the 3DS. That that's a significant stark contrast between the two. So Samus Returns, very glad I I bought that game. I'm very glad I bought the game. It was still full price. It was still full price. 3DS game, still full price, uh, and even Federation Force. But not many people buy Metroid games. Not many people buy Metroid games. Metroid games will increase in value. Um, because the only Metroid game that I've ever seen that has been cheap to rebuy is Metroid Prime 1. That was the best-selling Metroid game ever. That's it. I'm sure you can find now the NES Metroid, and probably even Metroid 2 is fairly cheap to buy, but, but I'm not, not, once again, not investing in anything uh, before the uh, before the Wii, PS3, and 316 DS and PSP era. So that's that has been that that those two purchases were were worth it to me. I felt it was worth it to me. Federation Force is not a not a good game. It's it's not. It's not a good single player game. That game was meant to be that was Nintendo's weird period where they they were just trying to get they were just re- releasing properties in their franchises that were co-op multiplayer games. I don't know what they were thinking. It has online play, but of course, barely anybody bought it. People hated the fact that it was even created. So I'm having a hard time beating that game at the moment because it's hard. And I'm sure as heck I'm not going to find anybody to play it with me. Uh, the local multiplayer, even online multiplayer. Because it does have online multiplayer. So there's that. And like, we're, we're coming towards the end of this talk between me and you. And uh, this, this entry in the podcast that I haven't done in a long time. I mean, I am going to post this as soon as I'm done with it. Just to have something out there for this. But Gaming on the cheap is possible. Is possible. You just have to be willing to work at it. To work at it and look for gems out there that and 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 go back and look. Be willing to play games that were that are older. That are older because there's there's a lot of good games that are older, that will not see the light of day anymore. Or they, they might, there's the rare occasion where they will re-release games like that. Look, they're, they're doing it. Okay, the Star Wars, that's the Old Republic, that's been re-released now on the on the, on the Nintendo Switch. Okay? Or, or some companies are willing to remake some of those games. We're getting a Knights of the Old Republic remake on the PlayStation 5. Okay, 
some companies are are doing their best of the backwards compatibility, but Microsoft with the original Xbox and 360 games and every Xbox One game or most of the Xbox One games are are playable on the Series X and Series S. Like all that, they're doing a good job trying to keep that going. But it's still it's it's still a toss-up. Like, Sonic Colors Ultimate. Sonic Colors was an amazing game on the Wii. Amazing. A good 3D Sonic game. I bought that day one. When they announced it and they showed what it was, and I was like, I had the utmost confidence that they weren't going to screw it up that time. And they didn't. They didn't screw it up. And it most recently re-released on the Switch, 360, uh, not 360, gosh darn it, Switch, uh, Xbox One, and Series X and S, and, and the the PS4, and PC, and they butchered the re-release. They didn't. It's not a remake. It's not a top to down, top to bottom remake. It's the Wii game, the Wii base game, and they are porting it. I, I would assume porting it to these consoles, but there are bugs, and glitches, lighting is off. They didn't improve some of the animations. They didn't clean up a lot of things. They added stuff to it, yes, but they botched the re-release. There are fan mods to the Wii version on PC emulation that is better than what Sega and the company that they hired to, to do the, the, the re-release uh, than what they came up with. There are like the animations, the, 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 the cutscenes that are in the game, Sega pretty much just put them in HD. What, I guess they found the original files and they put them in HD and that was it. Uh, whereas, so it's basically, oh, the Wii thing, but hey, now it's in HD and that's it. Where it runs the same at I don't know 24 frames per second. I have no idea. And there are people on YouTube that have recreated those cutscenes by ripping the models and stuff from the Wii version, then using all the texture upresing and and improving the lighting and putting it in 60 frames per second. And the animations look amazing. So, Sega didn't. Uh, did, they, they picked. They, look, they selected a good game to re release, but somehow they botched it. They botched the re release. So, Sonic Colors Ultimate. So, that's, that's part of the problem with trying to wait and see. Either you're. You're going to get a botched re-release of some sort. Okay. Uh, like the Nintendo Switch Online, the N64 games, a lot of them are not 
running great. You're going to get botched re-releases like that. Okay. You're going to get... complete remakes that you will have to pay for. Pay for. And even then, they could botch those. Or you're going to get... Or you're never going to see some of these games at all. You're never going to see some of these games at all. So, if you're willing to go back, you can. And you'll save money. And once more, you'll get those botched re-releases. You get it, and you'll you'll be, or you'll get actual good re-releases, but you'll be paying full price. Okay, people who paid full price for Sonic Colors Ultimate got screwed. Got screwed. Okay, I don't know how much Sega charged for the re-release. If they charge sixty bucks, that means those people that bought that version got a worse version of the game released this year than what I got I think uh, 11 years ago for $10 less even though I paid full price on the Switch or on the Wii. So that's it for me everybody. I'm Francisco. Thanks for listening to the Frank Ops Show, the worst name for a podcast ever. I thoroughly enjoyed this drive and this speaking endeavor that I just did. I will try and post something more frequently, at least once a month on this. And happy Thanksgiving to everybody who celebrates it out there in the world. If you don't have a Thanksgiving out there in your own country that listens to this, well, I'm offering you my thanks to listening to me and my ramblings, and I hope you all have a good day. Please follow me, subscribe to me on everything that's out there. I'm on everything. I'm on Twitter and YouTube and Facebook and Twitch and Instagram. I'm on everything. So thank you very much. Take care.